Welcome to the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. My name is Sally Harrison, and I'm the CEO of the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. Today, we are in the University of Phoenix podcast studio, and joining me as today's guest is Chief Ken Cost with Mesa Police Department. Today, we're going to talk about, well, all things PD. Yeah. Hi, Ken. It. How are you? I'm good, Sally. How are you? Oh, Chief, we're so glad you're here. Thank you. This is good exciting. to be here. Well, thank you. We have some questions for you. Okay. There's a lot going on in Mesa and a lot going on specifically with the department. So um, I know you've been with Mesa PD for 25 years. Yes. It's a long time to be anywhere. Um, tell us about your career and why you like working for the department. Talk about, you know, the pros and cons of working your way up and now you're chief. Yeah, yeah, how about that? That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, so currently I'm serving as an interim chief mm-hmm. um, for Mesa. So I started 25 years ago. I actually started about 27 years ago in California. Uh-huh. Fun fact. So that was my first law enforcement job. And then job. you got smart and moved to Arizona. I did. <laughs> I did. I was one of the smart ones way back then. So um, it, it's really been an outstanding career. I, I started in law enforcement because I was either going to teach, teach high school uh-huh. and coach sports, which is another passion of mine, right. or I was going to get into law enforcement. Uh-huh. I took my first criminal justice class and, and I got hooked um, because there's so many things you can do within uh, one career. Mm-hmm. And um, you're a true servant leader. You're, you're doing something that's beyond yourself mm-hmm. and more important than yourself. And growing up in that environment was important for me to get in that line of work. So it's really been a special career. And uh, Mesa PD has been great and serving the citizens of Mesa has been unbelievable. I've I've uh, been just about everywhere in the department. I worked patrol. <laughs> I was a trainer. I worked Do you think on that the... brings a big benefit, though, to you as chief now? It does, because those those roles, especially in the operational side of things, as you get into administration, mm-hmm. really help you have a well-rounded approach sure. to your decision-making. Better understanding. Because you, you've been there, and you've spent significant time sure. in the in the role of, of a variety of roles as a mm-hmm. police officer. So it has yeah. helped quite a bit. So that's... That's the pros of promoting mm-hmm. is that, you know, when you're a field training officer, you're a leader of one. When you're an officer, right. you're a leader in our community. You're a sergeant. Now you you have a, a small squad mm-hmm. uh, that you're responsible for and the responsibility grows bigger. But the impact you have on the officers and on the department as a whole sure. grows wider. And, and that sphere of influence is, uh, is quite attractive when you start uh, yeah. climbing the ladder. Well, it's nice that you can say, I've done that job, so I understand it. Right. It, it's got to be helpful. Yeah, it absolutely is helpful, you know, That's when great. you're making those decisions. So, Well, since being an arm chief, what changes have you implemented? Because I know we've talked before and you had some things that you maybe weren't going to change and some things that you might tweak a little bit. What are your goals to create a more positive image for the department? Well, you know, I think that that there's a lot of approaches with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've made uh, an awful lot of great changes over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, as far as these last three months as interim, keeping that momentum going forward and moving forward as the department has mm-hmm. been uh, number one priority to stabilize our department and to uh, continuously improve in the areas that we need to improve on. Um, as far as a positive image, it really is two-pronged. We have the media relations office um, who are amazing people, professionals from yes. Uh, that community mm-hmm. that that work with us on a daily basis to not only promote the great things that we're doing and the stories that the officers have to show the human side right. um, of police work because often we get um, uh, you know you're in that you have that badge you have the uniform you're mm-hmm. very public facing and a lot of times it's important for people to see the human side of police officers and it's great for the right. officers to 
uh, get out in the community because uh, let's face it, uh, our officers are going on everybody's worst day. Right. And nobody calls 911 because <laughs> things are going good. Sure. So it, it's it's two pronged. So our mm-hmm. officers are being more involved in the community as well. Mm-hmm. And that those are examples that people will see that help with their image on a daily basis. It's important. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Mesa's got a record number of three academy classes started just this month. Yes. Is that right? Tell us about the goal to hire 300 more officers in the next few years. That's a lot. It is a lot. But we're in a big city. We're in a big city and it's growing. And Mm -hmm. I know we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes as well as the Mm -hmm. challenges of that. But as the city grows and as we have more people come in, more business, more uh, activity, more schools, Mm -hmm. um, we have to keep up with that growth. So the city has been real supportive for us to stay ahead of our, our attrition. Mm-hmm. And then also um, the, the citizens were outstanding last year and we're real fortunate for the, the sales yes. tax uh, to be implemented because yes. it allows us to add beyond our attrition numbers to stay ahead of um, the population growth and be, mm-hmm. be able to um, provide outstanding service to the community. So having 300 officers plus go through the academy is something we've never done before. So January is our first. Yes, it is. (laughs) So we have a January Academy, an April Academy, and an August Academy. And I will plug whoever's listening. Go to (laughs) mpd.jobs.com and uh, and come join an outstanding career because we are actively recruiting, actively hiring. I assume um, for all positions. For all positions Mm because we have to have our professional staff who Mm -hmm. make us run on a daily basis to support the officers. So. Uh, we are doing quite a bit of hiring because of that growth mm-hmm. and the fact that 20 years later, yesterday I just went to an academy, 20-year uh, uh, academy um, uh, graduation, if you will, where people get That's their 20-year awesome. badge. And oh, wow. those were classes that had 50-plus officers go through at a time, mm-hmm. and that's quite a bit. And now, ironically, 20 years later, we're in that same Wow. Uh, boat, but this year we're going to be doing three. So a January, April, August academy, and so we are really pushing for our hiring, mm-hmm. recruiting, and our training are big initiatives that we're uh, working on right now. Wow, it's a lot of people to get through. Yeah, it is a lot of people. But it's great that you have that kind of interest too. Right. Yeah. Right. And our it, it's difficult right now because every agency in the state, in the valley, mm-hmm. and and really uh, nationwide are looking for great people. And oftentimes it's, it can be difficult because yeah. you're competing, if you will, for the sure. for the top candidates for those positions. But mm-hmm. uh, Tara Hall, who mm-hmm. runs our recruiting, and yep. uh, Assistant Chief Dan Butler is at the lead of that. Mm-hmm. They're doing an outstanding job, and our recruiting numbers are actually gaining over the past three years nice. um, in comparison to the three prior years. So, What makes a good officer? What are you looking for? We're looking for that well-rounded, and I think I talked about it a little bit before, you have to you have to have um, a heart for servant leadership. Mm-hmm. So you have to be somebody that is going to come into this career, and it's not a job, it's a career, mm-hmm. um, knowing that you have the heart to serve and uh, do something that's beyond yourself. And so that that's all-encompassing. You, you need to be have uh, compassion for people. You need to be able to communicate very well. You need to be able to make split-second decisions, mm-hmm. um, you know, at, the, the dangerous part of the job is the scary part of the job and, and what most right. people kind of identify with police work. So um, you need to be sharp. You need to be in shape. Um, it's it's so much to, uh, to to be a good police officer. Mm-hmm. But really, as long as you come in with a dedicated and good attitude towards servant leadership, mm-hmm. then you're going to do very well. And, and we really like 
um, a diversity in our candidates of, of uh, every realm uh, and because that helps make people well-rounded mm -hmm. so it is uh, it's really neat to see um, our recruiting and where it's going and all the different things that we do um, to get that great police officer and we have uh, we have so many yeah. so it's really it's you really do. cool to see you do we we have nothing but great things to say and our members i mean everybody's supportive of public safety in general in mesa we know that we wouldn't have a great city without great public safety so it's important to to all of us right well with mesa being a growing city and some say it could soon surpass tucson um, as the second largest city in Arizona. What challenges does that present to Mesa PD? Some of the challenges that we talked about is um, hiring enough officers mm -hmm. to keep up with that growth. Uh, we're, we'll be opening up a new uh, police substation mm -hmm. in the northeast portion of Mesa. Yeah. And um, to give you an idea of the challenge that we face now, our superstition patrol district, and each of those divisions are as big as most police departments around the country. Um, that's 71 square miles in and of itself. Right. So an officer could be up in Los Cendas answering a call and then have to go all the way down to Eastmark. And so that increases response times mm -hmm. and, it, and it, it presents some challenges that way sure. um, where we are the support that we got from the voters and, and our challenges moving forward is to split that division in half and basically reorganize um, what we're doing in patrol so we can cut down... Uh, you know, uh, the officer's response time and increase the level of service that we have to the citizens out there and all the businesses and, mm -hmm. and the growth uh, within that. So um, the other challenge about growing so fast internally is the ability to mentor and succession plan for the next group sure. of leaders and officers that are going to be running the organization mm -hmm. moving forward. And so that's another piece that we've committed to internally to have an intentional mentorship, intentional career development. Mm -hmm plan in place so we are mentoring those officers that are just getting on now knowing that you're going to be the future leadership of the organization and you're going to be taking taking this organization over long after we're gone right. and setting them um, to a path to success and really being intentional about that succession planning so i think that is a big challenge as mm -hmm. well that we're sure. seeing and implementing now so we're ready for that future uh, growth well go back to your new station out in northeast mesa what's the timeline for that well it's uh it's it's just fresh <laughs> so i don't want to get myself in trouble and yes. start saying exactly when it's going to mm -hmm. open but we're it's 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 um you know somewhere in that budget year 22 23 uh -huh. um but uh, it is still early it's in planning yeah. phases so uh you know that that's not set in stone, okay. but we're working towards that. We're working with our, our other city department heads mm -hmm. um, to, uh, you know, get in the design process. And that is all just beginning. And it's, cool. it's a, uh, a heavy lift, mm -hmm. um, but our I'm folks sure. are working hard and the, the city folks are amazing uh, working with them to uh, to start that process. So we're That's excited. Great. That's great. How, how does Mesa PD grow uh, and keep that positive relationship that you have with the community? Well, there's got to be challenges. Th I think there's challenges because th I'll tell you the way I look at it, and the staff is is on the same page. Mm -hmm. It's like any other relationship. Uh, you have to, to you have to continually <laughs> put the time and effort into it. Mm -hmm. You can't build a good relationship and then just sit back and and stay in a status quo mode and think that uh, that things are going to be okay. Mm -hmm. um, you're not establishing a relationship to check a box. Um, it's a true, genuine relationship, mm -hmm. and I and 
And I think we continue to grow by making sure we're fostering the current relationships that we have and then continue to expand our network and those relationships and, uh, and, and using our officers and our frontline folks as the force multiplier in that is very important to me and to our, and to our department. Mm -hmm. And so what you'll see moving forward from our officers is, and we'll talk about it in a minute, well, we're amazing crime fighters. Uh, crime fighting is, is a, a core of the Mesa Police Department mm -hmm. that, that we're really proud of. And, and again, I'll expand on that later. But uh, being a part of the community is just as important to our officers mm -hmm. and the officers that we have out there are just incredible human beings that want to connect to the community. And so we're leveraging that by uh, encouraging our patrol officers in between calls and when you have time because they're awful busy, mm -hmm. go connect with the community within your beat. Um, for years and years and years, it was a supervisor's responsibility yeah. to organize community events and do things within the community. Mm -hmm. And we're empowering our officers to do that. And we're they're actually, the ones out there, right? They're the ones out there. And we're giving them credit. You know, like we have a, we have a patrol log. And the mm -hmm. log has all kinds of important categories. How many calls you answer, how many backups, mm -hmm. you know, how, many, how many people you've arrested, you know, so on and so sure. forth. Um, we've added community engagement to nice. to that log, so mm -hmm. they understand. And it's that old term: what's what's measured matters, mm -hmm. and um, and it matters to us, and it matters to them. And they should get credit when they just stop on the side of the road and have a conversation with someone and establish mm -hmm. a relationship, whether it's a, a business owner or a manager or just a group of kids uh, hanging out in a park. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to get credit for that. And so I think our efforts are going to be top down, everybody in the department to. Um, you know, really force multiply uh, those relationships and, and not have it just to a, just a core group of small mm -hmm. people. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that because I have family that are police officers and I think it's important. They've talked about, you know, you have to get to know the people in your community so they can trust you and be feel like they're part of the bigger family. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Well, compared to other police departments in the Valley or across Arizona or even other states, how does Mesa PD compare in your opinion? I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. So, okay. <laughs> At least I'll, your answer better be what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm going to be politically correct because I don't want to start like an East Valley war with, uh, um, with my friends in the other communities. But That's okay. Um, we saw Solberg the other day. He's cool. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, and he's got Gilbert and they're awful safe. Um, we are very proud of that. So mm -hmm. uh, we measure it by uh, crimes per thousand, and it's all it's all through FBI mm -hmm. Uniform Crime Reporting. Sure. And so everybody's consistent on it. And so to give you an idea, we ended last year at just just under twenty four crimes per thousand. And Part One crimes are the major ones. So mm -hmm. you're talking about on the on the property crime side, your burglaries, your thefts. Right. Um, your auto thefts, um, you know, those type of crimes. And then on the more serious side, you're talking about sexual assault, mm -hmm. murder, robbery. And, and, and uh, we are at the, the lowest the city has ever seen um, in crime rate. Uh, just, you know, 12 years ago, we were double the number. Um, the record in Mesa was well over 100 crimes per thousand resident. And you're and down to what? 24, under 24. So wow. It really is incredible. That's uh, a significant drop. It's a significant drop. And so oh. uh, what the city is seeing now is, is something it never has seen. So mm -hmm. we've, we've, uh, we've set the bar high now, and, mm -hmm. um, but we're really proud of that. So when you compare that to other cities nationwide, and I'll stick with nationwide for sure. now so I don't, <laughs> so I don't start the, 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 uh, the external wars, um, 
nationwide, uh, Virginia Beach is the only other city in our like-sized uh, population category mm -hmm. that um, is safer than the city of Mesa. Wow. And so we are extremely proud of that. And, um, you know, it really goes into, of course, where I'm sitting. What a great place to live, work, play, start mm -hmm. your business, bring your business. Yeah. Because it's thriving. Mm -hmm. um, and it's thriving on so many fronts. And so when you're thinking about that and, you know, where am I going to move my family? Where am I going to mm -hmm. move my business? I mean, this this community right now uh, is at the safest we've ever seen in my career and in the, in the history. So and East Valley wise, we do very well mm -hmm. um, with with uh, um, our rank within every other city around us. Um, awesome. So it's it's uh, it's a pretty great time to uh, see. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of reasons why that's happened, mm -hmm. um, but uh, it's a great time. That's awesome. Talk about how technology has changed police work, because obviously that's been a part of this, right, over the last few years, especially. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I think that's why I asked, how, how long do I have on this podcast? <laughs> so let, let me give the shortened version. Um, <laughs> I was just talking to some folks the other day because we just implemented a new records management system. So mm -hmm. it was our second system. Uh, our first record management system automated went on in 2005 and now we're in a process of changing right now and uh, prior to that it was writing your reports a lot of whiteout a <laughs> lot of uh, a, a lot of laborious uh, processes that are now uh, streamlined into you know taking your phone and snapping pictures out um, mm -hmm. at a scene and then being uploaded into our evidence uh, you know, storage and um, the axon cameras, obviously the body cameras mm -hmm. uh, that and we were one of the first big agencies to have that in, yeah. in 2012. So there's been a lot of adjustment um, within the, the profession that way. But we've mm -hmm. had, you know, a good eight years of experience right. doing that. Um, we're we're heading down. We, we're going right down the same line as the smart cities initiatives. And so down the road, we're looking to, to build a real time crime center and, and you know, eventually officers are going to have uh, you know heads up display on and video of where wow. they're going real time before mm -hmm. they ever get there. So uh, drones and the abilities to to, to use different camera systems, uh, it's just it's amazing. And the software that ties that all together mm -hmm. um, and uh, makes everything more efficient on a daily basis. All of that makes our service level go so much higher to the community because. Um, these type of things free officers up. Um, it allows them to do more patrol, allows them to um, to be safe, which is the most important. Right. Um, and uh, we really leverage that technology um, to, to our advantage. And so mm -hmm. it's exciting. I mean, there's something that comes out um, probably, you know, several times a year that that uh, is really changing our business. And That's so awesome. uh, we look forward to. Well, it's changing in the right direction. You obviously have your department, your team. You have a lot to be proud of. Yes. It's, I mean, it's an exciting uh, time to be in Mesa for residents, for businesses. Yes. Any other big things you want to tell us? Because we're going to have to have you back because we can't spend the night tonight. So. Okay. Um, no. Yeah, I think uh, I think I covered the basics. Yeah, I look forward to coming back and continuing conversations. We're excited um, be great. over at the Mesa Police Department and yeah. uh, with all the great things moving forward. So. Well, it's a great partnership. Uh, we're proud to, to have your back on things and, and help you promote things. So 
having gone through the Citizens Academy, I tell everybody every time I can, they have to go through your Citizens Academy. And Fire has one now, too. So Right. We have a kick them. plug, shameless plug. We have a kickoff on Saturday. So go, nice. go to the website and, and click on those links because the, the new way that we do the Citizens Academy is awesome. And cool. And so Tara Hall has got that thing rolling. and That uh, does not surprise we're me. We're super excited. So. Awesome. Well, thank you, Chief Cross, for coming in today and joining us on the Inside Business Podcast. You can find all of our episodes of the Inside Business Podcast um, at iTunes, Google Play, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Thank you, Chief. Thank you. Appreciate it. You bet.